0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of Community Conversations. My name is Jim Storer, and I'm the founder of the Community Roundtable, and I'm here with my capable co-host, Shannon Abram. Shannon?
1: Hi, Jim. We are super excited to be recording another episode today with a longtime friend and community manager, Helen Chen. Hi, Helen. Good morning, Shannon and Jim. It's so great to be here. Thanks so much for inviting me. I can't wait to have our
2: conversations this morning. And we
1: love to talk to you. Let's kick things off. If you could tell our audience a little bit about you, who you are, where you work, and the kind of community that you work with.
2: Sure. My name, as I said, is Helen Chen. I work at Research Innovations. Our head company headquarters are in Alexandria, Virginia, but I work out of my home in Massachusetts suburbs. Our community right now where we are focusing is on our internal community. I've been at RII for a bit over a year. We have been developing our community team. Our community at team right now consists of our VP of People, Aaron Fristo, my partner in crime, Michael Watkins, both of whom are also members at the community roundtable. We are all absolutely passionate about communities, community strategies, and what having a great community does for your company. It's actually part of our core values is to be human, which as you know, communities are human. And we also have a core value, which calls out community explicitly, the engagement internally and externally within our larger connections in society. So we feel very, very strongly about it. So to your question of How do we operate? What do we do? We spend our time, given that our community team is new, as I said, a bit over a year old. Erin used to run community on her own, but now as VP of people, she has many more things on her plate. So having a community team that reports into her allows us to focus on the many aspects that relate to building effective community within the company, especially in this day and age. Our company is growing rapidly as everybody is facing our communities are changing because our companies are changing. Staff may change, technology change, business goals change. And it is up to us to understand what the needs are. So Michael and I spend a great deal of time working on that, working on documenting the processes, creating engagement, within the organization, reaching out. One of the things that I am so very, very proud of in our community is the connections across the globe. We have user groups in different countries, people who have said, I'm part of RII and we want to engage locally. Our UK organization is very active. We have a new group who has raised their hands. In Korea, the Korea team wants to get together. Mike has just come back on a swing of local gatherings in, I think he was in New Jersey, Baltimore, Melbourne, Florida, San Antonio, and he's about to head out to Colorado to engage with our local users, our local employees who self organize, who celebrate each other and being part of RII. I love that we have put these activities in place. We have processes where the local organizations feel empowered. They know that they can do this. They know what the ground rules are and what's new that I am also celebrating with my team is we also have members of leadership who are recognizing this and going out to join the fun, which the local teams are so thrilled to have our corporate celebrities, so to speak, our members of leadership, Joining them in real human activities. That has been an absolute favorite of employees, being able to connect and meet. You know, in the office, it's easy. You see the leaders when they're going to get their lunch. But for remote workers, it is not as easy to feel connected. You're in videos with them, but that's not the same. But if you go to dinner with them, if you go to the football game, that's connecting. That is community. And I feel that this has been such a success for us.
1: I think we are going to have a lot of jealous listeners that it sounds so (laughs) incredible. I'm serious that you have such organizational support from sort of starting with your company's mission and vision, but then all the way to executives on their own taking part, which is not what everyone gets. So, I mean, just congratulations on that because that's incredible.
2: Oh, thank you. We are blessed. We are so blessed from the top through all the way through the organization that people are willing to And they're enthusiastic about stepping up. And they focus, as both of you know, that people focus on the we. Who is the collective we? Is it RII as a larger organization? Is it we who are in the headquarters looking at the teams in the UK, in Colorado, in Texas, in Florida? Is it the we I am in Texas, what can we do together to foster our local spirit? I love that people do this. I am so grateful that people are doing it. So it is not all about the community managers. It really is a distributed effort throughout the company.
1: You had Briefly mentioned technology changes, and just so everyone listening is on the same page, what technology or technologies does the community team use?
2: So we have a rather scattered approach. Uh, we are, full disclosure, looking at different platforms. One of the things I know from having participated in the community roundtable for years is technology evolves, and it offers us opportunities for growth, depending on what your company needs are. And that's something that we are looking at RII. We have many silos of information, many silos of conversation. And we are one of the Things that we have heard over and over is the need to pull it together to make it easier for people to find at least that core information that everybody should know about, right? There's a certain amount of information that. All employees should have access to the GNA information, onboarding information, how to file an expense report, what are your travel guidelines. That kind of thing needs to be available to everybody, and it needs to be available easily so users can access and consume easily a reality when you think about users is that we all have real jobs to do. The technology should support us for the tasks. And when we have these GNA tasks, which become obstacles because we can't find the information, it becomes overhead. It becomes time away from the real tasks at hand, the job you are hired for, or if you have time, Nobody wants to spend, you know, given the choice, do I want to spend the time chasing down how to file an expense report versus having fun with my coworkers? Everybody would rather streamline, and we want them to streamline to be able to use the time well, to focus on the right thing, to spend less time doing that rote thing, which should be simple. So that's what we're trying to do is make sure that information is available as needed to support the users. That is our goal.
0: So Helen, I want to switch gears a little bit here and talk about a recent award your team was given at the Connect Conference in Boston. So the the award was for Community MVP, which MVP usually refers to most valuable player. In in this case, it it could be for most valuable program, given Aww. the depth and breadth of what you do with uh, community program activities. So congratulations first on getting the award.
2: Oh. Thank you so much. I cannot tell you how touched I was being recognized, and that you chose to recognize RII as a team. That is so meaningful to me because I really and truly believe that everything that is done for community at RI is done by the team as a whole. I believe it's together that we provide this leadership. I appreciate you recognizing it. And I know that Aaron and Mike, if they were here, would also share the pride and the joy that they got from this recognition. So it was very, very touching to us, given that We're a brand new team and we, you know, there are some days where we looked at each other and we said, where do we start? Where do we go? What do we do? We've really worked to try to create structure. And I would say, again, back to my longtime membership at the C.R., Having access to the information, having access to peers, the conversations, the archives within the the Community Roundtable community has been so helpful to us in launching our programs, helping us to rather than having to stew and struggle instead what we were able to do was to come to the round table to join conversations to see exemplars of how others have done it. And that really helped us enormously in getting a head start. We are very proud of where we are today, but we believe that we are running towards the future, that we have a great vision at where we are going to go next.
0: Well, boy, this is becoming a love fest. Thank you so much for all the comments about the CR network. We believe that it's a game changer for community teams. So hearing you kind of talk about it like that means a lot to both Shannon and and I as well. So thank you. You talked a little bit about some of the programs you've put in place over the last year. And in reviewing the award application, there were just countless, and I've got a few that I want to ask you about, but I would love to hear what your favorite program that your team put in place there at Research Innovations is and and, and why it was one of your favorites.
2: Oh, you're asking me to pick my favorite child here. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, one of the things when we look at communities, one of the things that we have truly focused on at RII is to create programs. In my very early years as a community manager, we always tried to do things for the community, but sometimes actions are more frenetic, they are reactive. What I take great pride in is the fact that we are defining programs, that rather than being reactive of today, let's go do this, that we actually say our goal is ongoing empowerment, engagement, involvement. It isn't about us telling. It is about having people to come in and join, that we have calendars for activities, that we look at having events quarterly for remote employees, the local geographies, as well as in the offices, that we have company traditions like We are looking at our upcoming Halloween party and our onesie Thursday, which we have developed flexibility that it may change. So our onesie Thursday is onesie Tuesday this year. You know, we have that sort of thing. We people look forward to this. People look forward at engaging at different levels. Sometimes it is about this fun A lot of times it's about food. We have happy hours. We have community lunches. Sometimes it's serious. We have one of the things we have truly focused on this year is philanthropy. We have had multiple activities where our leadership is sponsoring, matching gifts towards particular causes. And I take great pride that, Our leadership does this. I take great pride in our community feeling comfortable reaching out to us and saying, Here is the great cause. There are people in need. Can we participate? And our leadership says, Yes. And Then employees are participating. They are actually opening up their wallets and contributing, being human, taking care of our larger communities. I take great pride in my community that this is going on, that they are doing this.
0: I mean, you mentioned many of the programs that I'd written down that I thought were pretty unique. You mentioned specific programs targeting remote employees, which I'm sure is helping to create culture of trust, which is, you know, essential in community, and also maybe bringing some folks into the fold and and getting them contributing that wouldn't otherwise. I think you mentioned in your application about monthly lunches you have with executives, another way that you're probably getting that top-down support for community and the buy-in that's critical. One that I'd love you to talk a little bit more about that I didn't hear you talk about in your last response was about Coaching and editing for teams with community content. That one, I don't see that a lot, but I do think that concept is really important and our, our listeners may want to take a page from your book.
2: That's funny you bring that up because I've i always just thought about that as part of partnership with our community as a whole and helping our teams, our organizations to feel confident when they are sh- sharing information. At RII, it's often about partnership in that in the community team, we do have skills on the multiple platforms that are being used for communications. Michael and I both have backgrounds in social media and communication. So, and we also understand where the end user is coming from. We can represent the audience. And so we feel very comfortable with looking at something and making recommendations to people of maybe we can help this. You know, yesterday I sent off a note to a team and said, oh, I think this information is a little out of date. Can I help you? And it is that partnership, that reaching out to assist people, to make sure that their presence with the community, reflects the best that they can be so that they can connect with the audience. I'll give an example of a previous community uh, that I worked for. So RAI, all the examples I've given you have to do with an internal community. I worked with an, a very large external community at one point, and I had similar concepts of partnership with the larger external community. We had one of the things I loved doing, extending this concept of a community is we, and it was an international community, was being involved and spotlighting things by our community members across the globe. If someone presented a paper at a conference. So they were recently published or they were recently seen in the open source world. I would love having a guest blog post from them. Well, having a blog post is sometimes intimidating for people. So as the community manager, what I used to do is send out a quick email with a few bullets and say, Here's a more of a and a thing. Here are questions about what are you doing? Give us uh, so I could have a story about it. This helps technical people to focus on that which they are proud of, much like this interview process for this podcast. What is it that we want to talk about to get the topics across? We could get that on email for the dialogue, but also think about in the circumstance where it was a international community member perhaps English is a second language. And that interview would be very, very hard. Doing it in writing in an asynchronous fashion, it can be very, very supportive of getting involvement. So I am completely a fan of involving your community members, no matter where they are. Make them part of your community. Find opportunities to celebrate and to bring them in And spotlight what they are doing because we are a community for a reason and we want to spotlight models of the good things that are happening. I think this is something that is so important in society as a whole. We should be looking beyond our strife, all the the struggles. What am I doing? Wow, work, work, work every day. But there are also, in every day, there are things to celebrate. And as community managers, I believe that's part of our responsibility as well.
1: I mean, everything you say, I just keep getting more jealous. It would be a lie (laughs) if I said I didn't just go to RII's website and see if you're hiring Jim (laughs) Jim. They're not hiring any marketing roles. It's just—it just sounds amazing. Like I saw a picture of of the onesie day, I and I will (laughs) put it here so everyone can see it. But it's just—it's amazing. Well, and if
0: we're being—if we're being honest here, Shannon Helen, I can't believe it's not onesie Wednesday.
1: (laughs) But so the my my real follow up question is, what you're doing sounds amazing. It also sounds amazing that you have a leader in Erin that is so supportive, a partner in Michael who I've met, who is super fun and great. Isn't
2: he the best?
1: He seems. I mean, I only met him, you know, at, at Connect this year, but he seems lovely. What advice do you have for a team that maybe is struggling to gel or is struggling to feel impactful? Because I mean, the three of you, I know three of you, all three of you in real life, you're all amazing people. But even when that's true, sometimes it's hard to be a great team. And it sounds like you figured it out. I just want to hear more about that.
2: That is so interesting that you asked this question because that was something that was on my mind last year when Michael and I attended the conference, realized that at that point, We had been at RII for two months. We were totally in the struggling of what is a community team? What are we doing? We were very reactive. We had spent a great deal of our time trying to understand what was our role, what was the organizational expectation. So again, I am grateful for what I learned at the roundtable. I spent a great deal of time at the sessions that were offered by larger teams who were talking about their organizations, what they did, even sessions that were organized offered by larger teams, but focusing on how they set up their roadmaps, how they do their metrics. I attended to watch how that happens. We're not as big as many of those teams but it helped me to understand roles and responsibilities what worked for us is that Erin had been in this role running things as the one person community team for many years so she had a vision of the stuff, the activities that we needed to do, how these things align. She has the connections all through the organization. And she encouraged us to look at the things that she had done, what she was trying to do. She also encouraged us to go have our own authentic conversations throughout the organization. Mike and I work together but we also work independently. We have our own relationships throughout the organizations. We also have different areas of specialty and of focus. I spend more time thinking about strategy. I love the larger strategy. Why do we have this team area? What is their goal? Who is the audience? How do they want to message? Michael loves the tools. He loves the analysis of the end user. So he'll be looking at that point. He'll be jumping in, talking to them about oh, here, we let's reformat, let's restructure. And I will be talking at that higher level. I will also be coaching as, what is it that you're trying to accomplish? If that is the case, how do you measure your success? Is the su- success about consumption? So if that is the case, let's look at Google Analytics. Let's look at the consumption. Let's look at if people are coming to use your page. What kind of questions are we hearing in the audience? So what you see here is a movement back and forth through the community team engaging with team members of our community. We are trying to make them successful at their job. We're trying to decrease the friction with other community members who are their internal customers to make them successful at all as well. That is what we see our role as. And Michael and I, we agree that together we do this best. We are not competing. We can in some cases, we we are interchangeable. Either of us can hop in and help with quick updates. We both have ideas of what's the best information design, what's the best page structure. If we are hearing from an internal customer that they have a challenge on something, we'll both jump in, but we will work together to come up with solutions and we'll kick things back and forth. And to me, I would say from a hiring standpoint, what is most important is to hire a team who embody that feeling of community collaboration connection being together being that we and i am so proud that i feel the rii team does do that we truly do work together every day on everything
0: i might need to go back and listen to this there's a lot of nuggets in here it's almost like a masterclass in building a community team so thank you for sharing oh. all that and given how much you've done over the last year, it could be easy for you to just put your feet up over in 2024, but I know you're not going to do that. So can you share with us what you've got on the horizon? What are the next big projects for the research innovations team?
2: Sure. We're we're really proud of what we have done, but what we have done is we've We've started that formalization. So, what we are doing, we have a roadmap. I would say we're developing our year in review. And a lot of people will say, Boy, those are just annoying bureaucratic things to do. But for us, it made us really, really excited. Looking back, that look, we did this, that, and that. We want to. To put more formality into these practices in these processes so that they are easier for people to use. We desperately are hoping to put in our new community platform so that we can have all of this information, these guidelines, the processes easily available to our community versus how right now they are on smaller platforms. We want to make it crystal clear to have some of those beautiful knowledge centers that we saw shared at the summit and at the conference. That's really our goal, to make it that clear for our audience. We also are looking at better connections with other teams within the organizations to look at the larger corporate goals and to foster the alignment so that we are more cohesive running together not just the community team we we have in our year of being we have created our value now we want to be closer partners with other teams to help them with their success and we know that that will be a big deal with other technologies that coming into place, larger corporate programs. We are very confident that the community team can make a difference in helping people to roll out their programs using the community strategies, regardless of platforms.
0: There were a couple of nuggets in there I just want to highlight and and make sure that folks were paying attention and hearing you when you said Number one, the, the idea of a year in review, it's a great way to create a kind of a baseline. This is where we were, this is what we did this year so that you can always look back on it and people within the organization can look back on it. And over the years, they're going to be able to see the progression and the sophistication and the way the community program is evolving. It It's sometimes, it's hard to see the forest through the trees if you're not doing that. And so I think that's a great lesson learned that, that people should take away from this. And then the second thing that you you mentioned a little bit, and I've seen this on more advanced community teams and more advanced community programs, is formalizing the best practices, the community best practices that different teams are achieving within the organization. So making sure to highlight if if someone moves a behavior online, right, something that was used to be done via email or some other way is happening in the community to highlight that as a way to share with the organization there are different ways of of doing what we've traditionally done, and this team is really a leader in that area. And it it helps to evangelize the community approaches that you as a team are trying to espouse, and you can really kind of kick off some new initiatives within the within the organization with that kind of approach. So I, I loved hearing you talk a little bit about that.
2: Absolutely, it is something that every organization that I connect with is facing in this day and age, whether it is because people are in an office or, and sometimes they work from home, or do you have multiple offices or have you had acquisitions and mergers? By definition, most companies have remote workers and it is different. And this is a skill set. People used to be very good about sending out those emails, but the consumption of the content in that email beyond the initial recipient, if you're lucky, is not the same as ongoing knowledge management, which is actually the challenge today. And that is something that we as community managers, by definition, our communities are online. So we can create the environment, set the stage and model how to Mm -hmm. and partner with the audiences to make it less hard so that if people have a takeaway, that would be my coaching to people find opportunities to work with your communities to understand that this is not just about the quote-unquote community activity. This is how we engage. This is how we relate. This is how we share today at work.
0: Right. That's, that's a great way to wrap up the formal section of this podcast. Now we have a fun section. Helen, are you ready? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> We like to wrap up the podcast with some kind of public interest questions that we ask every time. So, are you team dog or team cat?
2: Oh, cats, definitely. Do You have cats? A cat? Any cats? I do not. I we have in the past had many cats and I would say that I work very hard in our community channels to spend equal time in the dogs and cats but my heart is with the purr balls.
1: I can appreciate that.
2: What are you binging right now? We are headed towards lunchtime and I'm all, I'm very getting very excited right now about a bowl of ramen for lunch. I love ramen. TV shows. When I was working out this morning, we've got a fitness challenge going on. I was re-binging Star Trek: Next Gen. I'm in the middle of season four.
0: It's amazing.
2: <laughs> it does date me, but
0: <laughs> no, that's amazing. I, you know, maybe I need to go back and, and binge some of those. It was a great show
2: it is very interesting even if you look at it from a community standpoint look at how people engage what are the values that are happening what is that community on the starship and when they go onto the planets how they are reaching out it's a different lens on it
0: wow i, I can never look at the uh, star trek the next generation the same way <laughs> so we talked a lot about a little bit here and there about How you approach remote workers, I'm wondering if you have a work-from-home hack that you've developed over the last couple of years.
2: Jeepers. I don't know if I would call it a hack. When I am talking to new hires and I find that somebody is new to remote working, I do coach on multiple screens. I am not a fan of just working on the laptop. I think it leads you to poor posture, squinting at the screen, and stress. I have multiple large screens, one for communications, one is for the active work, my spreadsheets, whatever pages that I'm editing, and then I use the laptop screen as a jump spot for other things. I do coach very strongly, and I have brought this up to several people recently, that you need to make sure you get up and walk around, do other things. I used to be connected. I I think in the early days, Jim, when you and I first got to know each other and uh, I was working for a vendor, I was connected to my laptop for easily 15, 16 hours a day, and and that is unhealthy. You will burn out at that point, and I can personally attest to that. I think that the work that you deliver is much better quality if you build in those moments to step away, to make sure you have lunch, to, you know, especially when, you know, in these day and age, you know, post-COVID, We're starting to get away from it, but this is a habit. We all need to break about staying in our dens, in our caves, and hibernating endlessly. We need to go out and see human beings. We need to interact because that is what keeps us fresh. Get out and do it, even if it's a walk around the block. Say hi, pat the neighbor's dog. It'll, It'll keep you sane.
1: I love that advice, and while I recognize that RII possibly should be paying me some sort of referral bonus at this point, I saw on your (laughs) website that you have a comfy work-from-home stipend for employees, and that's so cool, like, (laughs) recognizing that your physical workspace is important. That's amazing.
2: It is, and I am so proud that we have that. I love talking to new hires about that. And I also have a program w- where I reach out and reconnect at once new hires at 30 days. And I love reminding them and saying, what have you bought? What have you added to your work from home setup? And have you taken a look at the list of suggestions, What?" The community has crowdsourced for things that will change your life. It is amazing what people will look at.
1: Can I get a link to that list? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I work from home. I'm interested.
2: It it really is interesting to see, you know, who wants a stand-up desk versus who wants the kind of desk that you can put over your treadmill? Who's looking at the very fancy keyboards? What are the different kinds of chairs that people prefer? The yoga chair versus the very fancy office chair. It really is amazing when we look at And and we're a small company. You look at a small group of people, what are their experiences, what they have looked at, and what has brought each of them improvement of their work environment, or just bringing them joy. I love seeing these sort of sharings going on in the community.
1: You have inspired me after this call. I'm going to go to our work Slack and ask, like, start a channel. I think it's fascinating just to see that. That's wonderful. You'll have to tell me how that goes. I will. What is your favorite dessert?
2: <laughs> okay, I'm laughing because yesterday I was out for a doctor's appointment and I stopped at a bakery on the way home. And The baker looked at me when I got to the checkout line and he goes, hi, Helen, haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. So today is a slice of cake day, isn't it? And you couldn't make up your mind. I had three different slices of cake. I picked up a chocolate one, a carrot cake and a lemon cake with raspberry filling. But to my defense, I did gift the chocolate cake to the mailman because I thought I would be seeing him when I got home. And he was so happy to have an afternoon snack. My husband wow. was very happy to have an afternoon snack too.
0: It's amazing. I, you know, I need to have a cake day sometime soon. That sounds amazing.
2: We have a great debate in the people team at RII. Are you on team cake or team pie? I also love pies, but I will state for the record, it's hard to get a great pie.
0: All right, what's your community superpower?
2: It's funny, I never really thought about this one before the round table. I truly believe that my superpower is connecting people. I am a connector by nature. My joy is when I am talking to the new hire and saying have you met the cat channel, the dog channel, or the work from home gang who is sharing their list? That is really where I get my happy beans.
1: I think that's a wonderful answer. And it sort of ties into this, but who or what is your community inspiration? Who You inspire me. Who inspires you?
2: Wow. I have... So many people who have inspired me over the years. It's hard to pick just one. You're asking me my favorite child again. (laughs) I met so many of these people when I was in Boston and I truly relished those connections.
0: I think a lot of us were inspired by Lisa Talman from the community food navigator in Boston. That I mean
2: First, I'm not, yeah, you're not Shannon's yeah.
0: not asking me, but that's who inspired me this uh this month.
2: There are so many different points of inspiration. Peter from CSA, who was sharing his stories of how he was championing the transition of his community platform. Since that was one, uh, that is one of my big challenges today. I was in such admiration of his story. Dory Gray and what she has accomplished. We know the things that she has done as a company community manager, but now seeing what she is accomplishing as a consultant at Social Edge, that was very inspiring to me. And even, let's look at newbies, Alyssa at Jazz Pharmaceuticals, new community manager, new community. She picked up and ran with it. New community managers are inspiring, too. And just as I believe in finding joy around, I believe that there is inspiration around. And there are many people who help me to find the important nuggets in life that I need to focus on.
0: Amazing. Helen, as always, this was just such a fun conversation. You know, I, I'm definitely a fan and love the work that you've done, not only at Research Innovations, but at prior organizations as well. Thank you so much for taking the time. And, and I can't wait to see what award you go for and potentially win next year.
2: Thank you both. It is such an honor. I really, really do appreciate the recognition.
0: Have a great rest of your week.
1: Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Community Conversations with the Community Roundtable. We'll see you next time.